Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Dave. Thank you. I'm glad you're here, too. <laughs> Uh, it's funny how we get started with the show, and then suddenly I get like technical difficulties, and my computer freaks out. Well, that's how it goes. You know, uh, when we get started, everything's perfect and smooth, and then when we go, go, that's when it all happens. That's right. You know? I know. That, that means that we're a real deal. It's my, my day job that's constant. IT stuff sucks. So, um, hey, so we're talking about uh, some scams today. Yeah. I'm kind of, I, I mean, I'm a skeptical kind of guy. And I've fallen for stuff. I have, yep, I've been scammed, duped a couple times. Not yeah. a whole lot, but, you know, um, I might have mentioned the time where I bought my wife a purse. And, and, yeah. and, you know, I got scammed because I went on a website that was identical to the coach's website. And I bought my wife this purse that you couldn't find anywhere else. <laughs> and I found it. I was a hero. Mm-hmm. My wife took literally, literally two or three seconds look into the thing. And maybe it was all that paper stuff that she took out of it that had Chinese <laughs> writing on it. But she was like, uh-oh. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. I sank. I thought I was a hero. Yeah, it's nope. too bad. Nope, it, it was too bad. But yeah, tell me, have you? Yeah, so I, well, I mean, I think I've been scammed a few different times in, in some like bigger things like company stuff. But then this was like a little scam. We were, my wife and I want to say that Ethan might have been with us at the, at the time. But we were um, down in San Francisco. And I hate driving in downtown anything. Yeah. I hate it. I hate traffic. I hate having to find parking. And I will go straight to a established parking lot just to avoid any issues with Chaos. me having to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay the money just to yep. have a, a, a place that's relatively Maybe even safe. the first one. Yeah. I'll even. Three <laughs> times expenses. Let's get it done. Yeah. I'll even walk a little ways if necessary. It's okay. Yep. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I we pull into this this place. It's kind of down by um you know the waterfront area and there's this guy who's kind of directing traffic coming in you know telling people you know which direction to go for parking and i immediately made the assumption that this guy worked there (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh and uh, i probably would have fallen for that too (laughs) and so um you know i i pull in one direction and he kind of um He's like, no, come over on this side. And so he puts me in a different parking spot. And, you know, granted, it was a better parking spot. And uh, and so I, I get out of the car, and he gives me this this little ticket. And it wasn't like a super official, but uh, he ripped it, gave me one half. He kept the other half. And um, and I think it was like $10 parking. It's like a, at least he gave you something that completed a transaction you know, <laughs> yeah. to make you feel like yeah. It was legit. Yeah. Like I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turns out, of course, that I didn't even pay the machine. I paid the dude and didn't know that there was a machine. I mean, it's right. I don't know how this stuff works. Sure. And, and so I, you know, go off, do our, our, our touristy stuff, walking around, whatever. And I come back and there's a citation on my window. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't pay for parking. I paid what I thought was the attendant. Well, right. Yeah. And and what ended up happening is I ended up getting a notification in my uh, mail. So they went through the DMV somehow, figured out my address, my mailing address, and sent me a bill for this parking ticket. And But fortunately, the parking ticket didn't have accurate information on it. Oh. And so... Um, so I didn't end up having to pay it. You just lucked out that way. I absolutely did. Wow. But looking back at the scenario, because I was 
I, you know, I, I didn't think anything was wrong until I get back and see a, See, now, now I'm going to screw up. I'm going to go downtown. Somebody's going to be standing there actually working there. I'm going to run them off. <laughs> get out of here, you yeah. damn... I got rid of him. He yeah. probably worked there. Well, it's like those Amazon drivers that are delivering to your house and they're not wearing anything Amazon. Right, right. That, that's happened a lot in the last yeah. few years. Yeah. But, but there's like a special way that people can kind of... They do a little something to get your trust. And then if you're a relatively trusting person, you don't even think twice about it. It seemed yeah. like you got past the first hurdle. They looked official. Well, you know. not only you're driving downtown, but you're in a whole other state, something you're not even yeah. familiar with. So I, <laughs> I would have the same issue going 20 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I'm trying to avoid conflict and trouble. And this guy provided that. <laughs> oh, now you got a sucker punch the next guy just for the heck of it. Yeah. Just, just in case. Yeah. I, was, I just felt like, gosh, dang it. I hate getting scammed by stuff. And like now I've experienced a few different types of, of, I would say scams. And so I'm much more, I think a few, I think I've been, um, I think, you know, not technically, you know, multi-level marketing is not technically a scam. Uh, some get into some shady business dealings. Well, they, they, I think a lot of the, the, the multi-level marketing thing, it, is they've gotten out of the, it's not a scam thing by actually providing something. Mm-hmm. It may not be really worth your time or money, but because they provide something, I think they get away with it. I knew one of the good scams was, it was just cash on cash. And we did this, you know, pyramid scheme. Yeah. We all knew it was a scheme. We all knew that somebody's <laughs> going to get screwed out of it when the, when somebody comes to bust you all out. This yeah. is years, like 20 plus years I ago. I want to say, I remember, I remember being, I want to say it was in, in like high school or maybe early college years and there's that that going around Portland, and yeah, uh, yeah you knew about it at yep. that time. I knew some people that made some big bucks overnight, and then when it all shut down, somebody and that's the whole problem with with those those I'll just call it a scam is just what it was mm-hmm. is that somebody get somebody's a loser. Mm-hmm. Somebody will always lose because in the beginning they could be great, but somebody's going to get cut when it's over, and so. There's there's a lot of people who lost a lot of money, but there's a lot of people that won. Did they call it friends helping friends? I want to say there's some little memory in my brain that it, it made it sound like it was some people that were kind of like they would get together, they'd give money to whoever the top person is, they'd split off. Yeah. You know, it's the traditional pyramid scheme. Yep. And I but, want to but, say they called it friends, um, friends helping friends. In the '60s, when they said friends helping friends, it was a different name. But, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, that's what it was. In fact, the one that we knew about or played was. There was for the for the rich people and for the suckers like me. There was um, you had to get two thousand in mm-hmm. or two hundred in. Well, the people that got two thousand in, and they have to bring people that would bring two thousand. And I think it all ended up being you know everybody brings two. I can't remember, but it puts you, puts you up to the pyramid, and those people get paid off for sixteen grand in the night. Yeah, some people could roll it twice in one night. A lot mm-hmm. of cash in these places, and then the people with two hundred, I think they would get away with it, six grand or something like that. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it would, the more you bring in mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody will get their turn, but everybody knows when it stops, somebody's going to lose. Yeah. Someone's going to lose. So at some point, the base of that pyramid, all those people are losers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, well, and like with multi-level marketing, you know, there's a, a business associated with it. It's the, it's the payouts. It's how you earn money that gets a little sketchy. And I think that the government has come out with some guidance about, yeah, you got to have a certain amount of sales and you can't rely on a certain amount of your income from the the people underneath of you making sales. You actually have to sell product yourself. Right. And 
Well, remember Amway back in the day? Oh, yeah. Still Amway, around. Right. But I think that they turned into a, more of a, you know, a, a legit, you know. Company sales? I, I company. guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they had a lot of that kind of marketing at the, and they, I think they got thrown through the ringer a few times, but they had a lot of products that were good too, I guess. So, but they're still around because they were, you know, they had some decent products, believe it or not. Well, I think that in general, the products that they're selling are are pretty decent products. I think that the the price, like the sales price of them, that's what's overrated. A lot of the a lot of the companies are are producing something that costs a lot more through their organization than you would have to pay it like yeah. Costco or I don't know Kroger, Fred Meyer, or whatever. Right, right. And I noticed a lot of them did like uh, Amway did a lot of. Um, uh, like like uh, cleaning supplies and stuff, but mm-hmm. I noticed that a lot of it was always uh, you know, everything was like, uh, what's it concentrate? Yeah, you know, <laughs> just add water. Yeah, yeah. Th- I know that th- there's only two ounces of powder in here. <laughs> I know it's 180 bucks, but you could put this in 50 gallons of water and have the most powerful cleaning solution in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, hey, know. if you're listening on on YouTube, put some comments about your experiences with. Uh, multi-level marketing or direct marketing yeah because there are tons of them and some people are going to be like oh it's fantastic you can make all this money and other people are going to tell you oh it's the biggest scam ever well i mean there's so many other ones like uh, what um i'm going to get this right i thought i had it in in my head but there's this place that sells the candles and then there's Mm -hmm. the pampered chef Mm -hmm. you know and and those are tiered like that too but they also sell a lot of products yeah expensive but you know, some of them are pretty cool. I will have to agree. I so I was in a um, a, a company called uh, Monavi. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and that was it was really about it was a, a, a it was a drink. It was in concentrate form, like you were saying, and it provided like a certain amount of um, antioxidants. Yeah, it was for wine without the alcohol. <laughs> Good luck they, selling that. They would have it in these beautiful wine bottles, and and they were getting acai, a special berry. Yeah, a special um, grade of acai that had some some st- scientific studies that kind of backed up how potent it was, and um, and then they had like different variations as the company kind of grew. They grew into uh, other acai based products and then they went into the weight loss industry and they started doing like uh, meal replacements and that sort of thing now their products were good and i really enjoyed their products the problem is they were very expensive very expensive yeah and the the way that they were they were doing their business was it was really focused on recruitment right and and most of these are like that don't forget mm-hmm. what you're going to say is they have their products. That's one aspect of the business. And then, which seems more important, mm-hmm. it's the bringing the people in part of the business. And that's this right. could be just fine. Who really cares about all that after a while? Mm-hmm. But but that's that was the huge part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And they were pushing that you would get more and more people into the business. Their payment, their payout program was pretty lucrative. There are a lot of people making a lot of money. And but the problem is, is that you as a as a distributor had to have a certain number of sales in order to be still considered a legitimate, um, you know, business entity. And that was where the problem was because you would not only have to sell expensive product, but now you've got to convince other people that by getting into the business, that this expensive product, you're also going to have to, you know, direct sell. And that is really difficult, especially for people who, number one, don't have money for startup. Number two, are not nat- uh, natural like sales type of people mm-hmm. or have a network of people who are interested in in that sort of well, stuff. And, and how about this? Also, when people start up, 
They start up with their people they know, people mm-hmm. that are local, and then guess what? The people that you know that they know the same people. Yeah. So they're either tapping in, trying to tap in the same people you know. So they're, you know, they're run out of they're people. Re- that's exactly yeah, right. And so, it, and it makes it harder to what are you going you know, fly into the next town and hang out there for a couple of weeks and hit the streets. You know, <laughs> back in the day, that's yeah. kind of what people did. You know, in the back of your your vehicle's trunk, you know, you carry your products and you go from door to door to door. Mm-hmm. Go to the next city, go to the next city. You know, you might only sell, you know, one out of 30 houses, but that's what mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. I I had a lot of people um, that were distributing underneath of me, and I was making a little bit of money. But uh, the company ended up uh, selling out to another company, and a, and it, it is, the name of it escapes me at this moment. But... Um, I almost had it, uh, <laughs> but they they sold out, and all of those distributors—I mean, million distributors or however many they had—went uh, over to this new this new company, and that was kind of my opportunity to just be done and 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 get out of it. Now, I did make a lot of great friends through networking through other people, and I learned a lot about business. I learned a lot about sales. I learned a lot about uh, direct marketing, multi level marketing. And enough to realize how much of the recruitment and the excitement that that people kind of fall for in in that sort of industry. I'll give you a case in point. I went to a a big old conference in Salt Lake City, which is where a lot of these companies actually are based. I'm not sure. Maybe it's some special exceptions in the laws <laughs> if you start if you exist out there. But I went to this big old conference. They spent a lot of money on this thing. It was very flashy. Um, the the mood lighting, the music, the Everything's decorations. Upbeat, oh tempo. man, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing experience. It's like it's like going to one of those um, those big uh, like religious, um, you know, born yeah. again sort of seminars. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Everyone's really excited, and it, you can feel like the energy. But the whole thing is designed like that. And even though. Even though the company said that they weren't a religious company, everyone who was there had some um, religious uh, connections. I mean, they were praying on stage. Uh, the I want to say that the the head owner of it was uh, I think he was Mormon, and some of the other people that he had in his executive team were also Mormon, and so there was a lot of like religious connotations um, inside of it. But people ate it up. Oh, I mean, sure. people, there was like church services before the main conference really? started. Yeah, they would use... i they did that. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of energy. But if you think about it, even in these other, these other companies, they do the same thing where they're trying to really get people inspired. They tell these stories of success. Yep. And... Have, you, have you ever been in a timeshare? Uh, try to do, you know... No, a, but a I've, been to, I've been to some of those spiels, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've been, mm-hmm. I've been through a few of them just to get... Uh, I'm, I'm the guy the free that goes, stuff. nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I'll take all that stuff mm-hmm. you promised, though. Mm-hmm. And um, and they when it's time to give you that crap, they're not happy about it mm-hmm. because you didn't sell. But they have people with champagne popping... And I, I personally believe that they have staged people in there because mm-hmm. it always seems like there's somebody there popping the cork. And I think they're staged to hope... To you know, get that, that the enthusiasm up, mm-hmm. and if somebody else is doing it, you you don't want to miss out. You can, come on, guys, get in that timeshare, man. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. I know it's cheaper to just go get your own show, but you know, to do your own own thing. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's some, true though; they yeah. use the same level of energy in 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 the oh, timeshare yeah. spiels. It, yeah, you know, some people even do that when you're buying a car. 
Oh yeah. You know, because yeah. when, when you're about to get screwed, <laughs> they're trying to like, like brush it over. It's mm. not, you're, you're not getting screwed. You're trying to do the Jedi mind trick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It still hurts when I'm sitting though. Um, you know, but, uh, no, it's always all that, that glam and flash to mm-hmm. keep you away from AK, essentially the truth. Yeah. You know, well, looking back on, on my experience, I, I have a certain level of respect for people who who can hustle no matter the industry that they're in, but I I think that all the things that I learned about it, even though the legal questions that go into these companies yeah. are pretty strong, you know, I look at I look back at it and I go, I'm glad that I had the experience, but I'll I'll never do multi-level marketing again well, because I understand every every time I've looked at a company and I looked at quite a few at the, at that time they all have the very similar uh, structure. Sure. Different payment plans, but when you're looking at the people who are selling, the products that they're selling, and the people who are going to become your potential customers and distributors, sure. it's all the same model. It's, there's a, there's a, a form that you have, and it's like, okay, this mm-hmm. is how we do it. Just apply product here, and you sell this and get people it. I mean, it's the same thing, just different products all the time. Mm-hmm. And some of it is more successful depending on some of the products they have. But, um, you know, from weight loss mm-hmm. plans to, I mean, my gosh, anything, well, really. And, and again, some of the products are good. Mm-hmm. I'm not dogging on some of the products because I think that in many cases they're, they're good. I just think that the model that they're using to push it, it there's some flaws in, in well, that. Well, when you're sitting there and you're, and you're looking at, you know, buying a, I don't know, some Tupperware or whatever the hell they're selling, and then you're looking through the book and then you're like, Wait a minute, why are you pressuring me to join? I, I'm willing mm-hmm. to buy your product, but when the pressure is more to join the sales team, yeah. that's when I'm like, man, I got too many other things going on. And in order to make it successful, you have to drop everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. And I'm not saying that people can't be, but guess what? Rarely are they successful for a long period of time. You know, I mean, and the amount of money that they've invested in, sometimes if they never get it back. Yeah, you might be better off just going to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. you get a I don't know, either way you're going to learn something. Like like I I've done a couple through, you know, my wife has done some things and but we kind of base it on products we kind of like at mm-hmm. least so we could get discounts on the products and stuff, but mm-hmm. but um yeah, I I've, I've done enough to appreciate that I learned not to do it. Yeah. It's not my thing. It's not my thing it's, either. It's it could be for some, but and I felt like I I gave it a good go during that time. But I think there are certain parts of my personality that I don't know if it's just, you know, I feel guilty at different times for different practices that they encourage mm-hmm. you to do. But I, um, again, I think some of their products are fine. There was a, a, a little documentary on, I think it was Amazon and maybe some other ones, um, Lula Rich. Is that sound familiar? Well, it's rung a bell. Well, so LuLaRoe is a uh, direct marketing company, and they sell, originally it was like women's clothing, mm-hmm. and then it moved into like the tights, you know, like the yoga pants. I wouldn't know anything about that. No, you have no I've idea. I've never heard that. of that brand then. <laughs> yeah. and Stop and look at the commercials for long <laughs> periods of time. <laughs> well, this documentary, I think it's great. It's like a, I want to say it's like a five-part series. It could be others, but, but they're... They've been in some legal hot water, and the way that the documentary kind of outlines the 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 company, it's very good. I think it they do a pretty decent job of showing the good and the bad within within the their organization. With yoga pants, that's easy to do. 
<laughs> well, it's a, well, it cracks me up. Some of the yoga pants he that said, they were... He said crack. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, some of the yoga pants that they in, that they had printed out or, you know, made had certain symbols in areas that would be near cracks. <laughs> uh, and it was really funny to, to see the social media outcry about these print patterns where yeah. someone wears them and, you know, in their crotch area. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like you have a gal and I'm a happy married guy and mm-hmm. I don't, I try not to like veering mm-hmm. off at a gal that walks by, but when people like w- a chesty woman mm-hmm. wears a tight t-shirt that says, don't look here, <laughs> you know, I'm like, Oh, it just said, don't look there. And I looked, damn it. <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. Why do that? I know. I know. Oh, I know why. Those yeah. Bastards. Yeah. They're trying to get us divorced. <laughs> well, I think in some cases they're trying to like spice up your met your marriage. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Because when your wife starts wearing these things around the house, your mindset changes and you forget about doing other things. And uh, of course, then they know that this is what's going on in your brain, and then they, you know. Damn scam. They just, they just it's right. You feel like it's been a scam. <laughs> but the the company itself, they went through a, a massive growth. I mean, massive growth. These these women, you know, these uh part-time sellers became full-time sellers and selling a lot of product and it became very, very popular. Um, I know that there's some LuLaRoe stuff in my house. Um, and they got to the point where they had issues with uh their supply. And they were starting to bring in product that had been sitting outside in like moisture and like they were delivering product to their their distributors that were really low quality, smelling musty, stained, holes, uh, material that was starting to degrade quickly. And the company didn't really support their distributors fully in trying to remedy these problems, let alone all of the other direct marketing issues that you run into which you know we were talking about the the big conferences you know and how they go and they get all excited oh yeah they existed in LuLaRoe as well but i think the company still exists but they've been sued um i, I want to say the state of uh washington was one of the major lawsuits really yeah wow. i don't remember the entire details but you know just in direct marketing or multi-level marketing or what other what other names do they call it uh direct selling oh, there might be another term but those companies... Pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, you know, the, the people who don't like them call them, pyramid yeah. scheme companies. Well, that's what they used to call them until they got a bad a name to it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, well, and then the feds well, came in to improve some of the laws that surround scam. that Scam. Speaking but, of scams, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, government, there's a scam for you. Jeez, taxes, scam, Santa Claus, <laughs> scam, marriage, scam. Oops, keep moving, keep moving. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them out well, there. Well, here's here's another one. Before yeah. you get on, here's here's oh, yeah. another one. There's so many people out there that have been scammed on uh, Subway. Subway it was selling these foot longs for all these years, and they've yeah. only been 11 inches. <laughs> only 11 inches. So, you know, and, and I know that, uh, I think it was ABC <laughs> that put out there that, you know, because they looked into it, because mm-hmm. it was that important. That you know, it was part of their their um, investigative sales, their, their, journalism. Oh yeah, that was that's, right. <laughs> that's what they're giving. That's what they're willing to give their all for mm-hmm. or towards. And uh, <laughs> but it was it was part of their their sales. Um, oh, what do you call that? Their sales pitch, if you will. Mm-hmm. But you know, but you can't be holding them to it. I'm like, 
So like these people that sell like hot air balloons, do you like expect that there's hot air in the damn balloons? You know, I mean, if <laughs> oh, they gotcha. say if it's a foot long, you should expect that you're going to get a freaking 12 incher, <laughs> you know, it's, it was ridiculous. I've never measured one, but when somebody did, I'm like, well, hold on, I'm not going to go buy one, but the next guy that comes out of that door, I'm going to go like, Shh, let's mm-hmm. check it out. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of embarrassing, I would think for them, like. Mm-hmm. You know, I well, to say it's about a foot long. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's marketing. You well, know. to be fair, I know that you can't get every loaf of bread to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Or can you? <laughs> I think you could at least get a little closer. But anyways. Well, you know, bread rises. So, you know, who knows what the amount of growth there might be in that foot long. But at least throw in a little bit of meat on the side. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's just the packaging. Once it's all wrapped up, then it's a foot long. That could. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what they well, should have done. They should with. have said that. Yeah, with foot long but... packaging. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you know, little things like that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it might not seem like a scam, but you know, when when advertisements, a lot of advertisements truly are essentially scams. You know, I mean, I think there was a, I mean, to get you to sell the product. So mm-hmm. it might not seem like it's a scam, but it really is. Like I think Downey back in the, and if I have the brand wrong, I apologize. Don't care. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I think it was Downey that had. Uh, I think there was two stacks of towels in a commercial. Oh, yeah. And they had bubbles that come down. One would bounce, one would pop. Well, if you looked in on it, you could see a needle pop out of the freaking... Uh. Uh, and and it, was, it was well known. Everybody talked about it. I'm like, oh, you popped the bubble, man. <laughs> everybody knows the bubbles pop, bounce on everything. Uh. But, uh, but that's... That's I'm trying funny. to scam people, well, saying that our product's better than theirs, because, you know, and that's a scam. I mean, it might seem little, but it really is, you know? <laughs> well, you kind of, as a consumer, kind of feel like you've been scammed. You know, the the pictures of, of every fast food restaurant and their burgers, and then you go and you actually buy one, and, and it's like... It looks like wet toilet paper yeah, or something. It's like, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. This burger is like four and a half inches tall, and you get this an inch mm-hmm. smashed, disgusting, dry mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so bad. It is so bad, and I know it's part of marketing. And right, you know, there's some yeah. some stuff that the government steps in and says, "Oh, you can't really do that." And then other areas, it's like, "Oh, we're just, you know, we're not guaranteeing every product to look like that." Right. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> like when they say it's beef, and it's, <laughs> is yeah. it though? Yeah. Do we know? How can we tell? Yeah. Um. There's a there's a famous uh sort of scam or in this case scheme the ponzi scheme oh yeah we were about that yeah yeah, so we were talking a little bit earlier about this idea that you know people would come in and put two hundred dollars towards the group and then the people at the top would leave with a whole bunch of money sure yeah that's a it's a ponzi scheme and the original guy charles ponzi it's named after him but this scam has been going on for a long time you know, and what you got to experience was just people knowing that it is. Right. <laughs> and hoping that they're not at the bottom of that thing. Right. And I think that was more successful when everybody just knew. Yeah. We're not going to sell you anything. Let's just let this thing go as fast as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because, yeah, when you're aware of it and you think, okay, well, it's still early in the scam. So let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. I mean, it's, it's a risk. I mean, I've made more risks, taken more risks in... I don't know, working nine to five, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's worth to throw a little in and see if you get a little out, mm-hmm. you know? Well, Ponzi, he, his original thing was he noticed, uh, he, he, like, when you're mailing a letter way back in the day, I want to say these, is this 1800s maybe? I can't remember. Anyway, when you're mailing a letter, sometimes there's this coupon for return, um, like, stamp amount. And depending on which country it's coming from, the postage costs different. 
And he noticed that between these different countries that there's a discrepancy in how much that actually is. Oh. And so he he created this the scheme that was that required some investors to buy postage from one country and then use it in another country because you can make a whole bunch of money on the difference. Oh. Now, back in the day, we're talking, how did people get from one continent to another? Well, shipping. And that took a lot of money and sure. a lot of time. And so this whole thing wasn't a practical method of making money, but he didn't tell his investors that. And so he basically pocketed this this investment money, and then he would pay out from that account to these people as a way to show that this investment was paying off. Now, does that sound familiar yeah. with any more modern? Sure. I can see why they call them all Ponzi schemes. <laughs> Bernie Madoff. Ooh. He's a he's a more famous one. He's in he's in prison for uh, I want to say more than one life sentence. Um, in fact, I don't know. I'm wondering because I haven't even looked into what his current status is. Is he did he die in prison? I don't know. Holy cow! I we should probably to, yeah yeah I should probably look that up. Wikipedia is a good source for this, right? <laughs> Maybe for this. Uh, so yeah, funny. you can trust in that. Yeah, let's let's see let's see what the Google says. He died April 14 of 2021. So he's still with us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they are like Epstein. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, so wow. Funny. So just recently then, really. Yeah, and Bernie Madoff, he was he was known as like this big time investor. Anyone who knew anything about investing knew that if you if you put your money in Bernie, you would get a, a big return. He never lost. Never lose, never lost. My English. <laughs> it's funny because I followed along just fine. <laughs> yeah, so he, he he got in trouble because this was, I think, in 2008 where the market was starting to go, like, bad. Yeah. Going south. Yep. And he was still paying people out. I want to say it was, like, a 12% gain. Really? And he had, I, I want to say it was over a billion dollars. Man. Um, let's I? see. $64.8 billion. That's a lot of money. And turns out he didn't really do investing. It was getting investors to give him money. He would put it into a huge account, and then he would pay out these 12% increases. And, of course, he'd take off whatever was necessary for his own you know, living. Of course. But he kept getting more and more people to, to participate in this scheme. And he got in trouble as the 2008 crash happened, and he started getting this account running a bit low and eventually he fessed up to his kids and his wife and his two kids two sons worked for him in his his business and they made the claim that they didn't know yeah, how would you not be able to know that well the, the news says oh they, they worked in different departments sure <laughs> yeah sure but the, the the two kids ended up having to basically turn him in and I want to say that they probably did it just to save face. That's what I was thinking. That was, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't know anything. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't. Yeah, my dad, bust him, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. Threw him under the bus. Yeah, and uh, and one of them ended up at, at, at a later time committing suicide. Ooh. And then the other son... Sounds like guilt. Uh, yeah, and then the other son, I think, died of like cancer or something. And so the wife is the only one still around, and... You know, she made claims. Like she didn't she know didn't about know. it either. Yeah. But I guess she wasn't very popular in the circles that she ran in. Yeah. Uh, but that's a lot of money. I mean, $64 billion it in sure scams. Is. Yeah. Think about all those people who, who, and think about, you know, a 12% gain is really, 
you know, that's a good game in the stock I, market. Yep, absolutely. Um, and people invest in the stock market, uh, well, at least most common folk do, as part of their retirement. The thing about how many people didn't get to retire as they thought that they were going right. to retire because of the scam. Devastating. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, well, put all their, all their uh, money into it in hopes that, uh, you know, that they, they're going to be the winners. Mm-hmm. And they don't know that they're just getting screwed over by somebody is what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's super there, sad. There's no, there's no real outcome there. Yeah. But he, Bernie was, he was the chairman of the NASDAQ. Like, he was well known. And for people not to know that he'd been doing this since, I think they said, like the 70s, potentially. Oof. That's a long time to be running a, a, a successful scam. That's amazing. Must be good at it. Yeah. That's yeah, a he, lot, he That's must a have. lot of broken lives right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it, to me that's an amazing, amazing accomplishment yeah. to be able to pull that off. I mean, it's too bad well, all the people that you know. There, there <laughs> are so many scams out there going on, even just today. Not just how many there's ever been. You can't even count them. I mean, there's so many. Um, you know, we even talked about the, or I don't know if we've talked about, but there, there's the lottery scams international hmm. that that uh, you get a phone call saying that, hey, you know, you won the lottery, you're, mind you, Mm -hmm. some of these people should know that I never even played that lottery. (laughs) So, you know, you win a lottery in a different country, and it's it's $3 million, but in order to get the money to pay the taxes and the fees Mm. to get it to cross the lines, if you will, they have to pay like three grand or a certain percentage of that money, and people pay it, and then they go, well, where's my lottery money? Mm -hmm. Well, you're too stupid. That's what you get. Yeah. It's... Oh, can you hear it? I think it's hailing right now. That's pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> we must have struck a nerve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, and, and on that, K, on that um, note, there was also the black, the black money, black money scam. Mm-hmm. And, Tell me about that. Well, there was a, uh, there's a couple other names for it, but there was a scam saying that there is some money that has been, you know, like I don't, I can't remember if it was like in a heist or something, but you could, you could pay the money to get this. Here, let me see if I can find it here real quick. Sure. The black money or money cleaning scam is. I'm going to read this. This is. Uh, this is. <laughs> here, let's let's go with with rip and scam dot com. Mm. Black money scam, black money or wash wash. These scammers claim to include a huge supply of dollar bills which have been treated with black dye to cover that it is currency if treated with the chemicals. The money will be cleaned up and curved into genuine money. <laughs> and they'll have pictures of it. And they'll even have the show that, look, see, we're washing it off. And mm-hmm. people dive in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know... Uh, some people are very gullible. I don't know how. Maybe naive. I mean, there's, I mean, it's one thing to. I'm going to go use you and me here. Mm-hmm. You pulled up to a place of business. Somebody was standing there. They said, "Hey, right here." They give you a little something. Mm-hmm. That's all it really takes <laughs> to, to show a transaction was created. You feel good. You go on. I looked up a coach store and found a completely, as far as I know, perfect. I even showed my wife both side by side that look the same. You know, so it's, it's, some things are easily to be duped, but come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's insane that some of these people are going, well, wait a minute, I won a lottery. It's 30, $35 million. Oh, sweet. 
And I never even like paid that dollar for, you know, I never played the lottery. Never entered so, that lottery. Entered the, thank you. Uh-huh. So it's like, can you, come on, we've got to be better than that. I know it would feel great, but so would that dollar still be in your pocket and, and not be, there's people that have went along with these and even found out that they've been scammed. Mm-hmm. They still go on because their mental yeah. state is they've committed trying this to far? save face somehow. <laughs> maybe, there's a, maybe there's a chance that it is real. <laughs> like uh, maybe they'll get their money back or maybe i'll re-scam the scammers you know i mean yeah right like they're gonna get scammed in return right it's hard to, it's hard to actually you know pull that that off yeah because they don't have any money to be sending you mm-hmm. like if somebody says hey you need to send us money but only on target gift cards and if you <laughs> i mean they do that i know and they go oh my god okay okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go do it mm-hmm Oh my gosh, I watch these guys that, that scam scammers, or they don't scam scammers, but they screw around with scammers, mm-hmm. and they just mess with them, and they'll even say, okay, hold on, I'm going to take you with me, where we went, to, okay, I'm going down to the store, and I think that we're getting Target gift cards, and they're just saying, okay, we're doing this, and doing all this, and they're like, playing along, mm-hmm. And then they get mad at them when they say, sucker, I'm not going to give you any money. And they get pissed off. Like, how dare you waste my time? I'm like, are you kidding? I would punch you in the mouth if you were sitting in front of me. Are you kidding me? It's the, the, the nerve of these people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. But I guess if it pays off, I was trying to look it up in the U.S. There have, just last year, I looked up, it was billions of dollars mm-hmm. just last year in scams in the United States alone has paid out. Mm-hmm. And that's embarrassing, especially yeah. with the knowledge of everybody talking about it. Be aware. There's so many of uh, scam awareness, you know, out mm-hmm. there that. Yeah. Think about the phishing scams on email. Abs- yeah, absolutely. You know, and they are easy. Yeah. They're easy to, to, it's easy to fall for it, especially if you don't. Well, okay. There's are a certain, they... there's a certain stage where like, maybe an older adult is kind of new to technology. And so they have this, you know, this unknown, this, this uncomfortable partnership with technology. And when someone sends them an email, it's like, it's as if someone just said hello to them on the street or sent them, you know, snail mail and they will respond. It's like, you don't have to, you can ignore that. I mean, if you set off red flags in your brain, right. Well, here, I'm going to tell you this. I, I found sure. this. So C- CNBC, you trust this? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Americans lost $29.8 billion to phone scams alone. Just phone scams. Last Whoa. year, nearly one in three Americans say they've fallen victim to a phone scam in the past year. Here's this to talk about. Um, well, this doesn't show you how many. It shows a graph, but it doesn't show you the levels, but... In 2021, this, oh, 2021, yeah, yeah. So here this, here's this. Um, this shocked me a little bit because this shows the age because I thought the old people got jacked around a lot more. Mm. So it, sh- it shows that um, males, yeah, we fall for most of it all. Women, oh. not so much. But, um, th- again, this is in C- CNBC. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Don't care if I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked they get it right. So um, they showed that the levels of people that get it, that get scammed the most, are ages 35 to 44. Mm. And 65 plus is less, is the lowest. That's a really interesting You should check it out. Yeah. But that's the age group. I'm, I'm curious. So I thought, I thought for sure the older group was really getting hammered by this. Well, I think about like 
you know, um, younger kids that are like now adults and they're moving into the world and they don't have much experience in the world and how stuff works. And I would imagine that that age group would would suffer from these sort of things more often. Those stats say no. Yeah, right. <laughs> in fact, it's the people that you would think are more established, mm-hmm. more maybe want to hold on to what they got are going... What you got? Well, that sounds interesting. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm curious if it's the it's the drive during that age group to be successful. It could be. I, to be or making Or are they just so and... damn busy? They're like, what? Okay, sure. All right. We'll try that. Oh, crap. It just cost oh, me three times. I don't know. That I, could be true, too. I don't know. Um, well, you know that a lot of people who come into um, like like professional sports and they start making money, a lot of money right away, they kind of blow through it they trust a lot of people who kind of scam them out of that money yep. um i'm curious rap about artists uh, mm-hmm. i'm just using this i'm sure a lot of musicians too but mm-hmm. i'm just because they were loud and vocal about it, at least a lot of rap artists got screwed over by their company or their uh yeah the, produ- their, the production their, the production and and they were almost like not making anything mm-hmm. and uh yeah athletes you know there's a the bigger the money is the the more the take mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, the like the email scams and and you know pop-up scams and stuff that's on the internet that I see that a lot in my well, in my particular industry. Because, yeah, so. they're they're not just trying to get your money these days, you know. Now it's your identity. Oh yeah. You know, so there's scams for cuz it's like, well, what's that going to get me? Well, it's not they're not necessarily trying to get your bank account. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get you. You know, your your identity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes that's that's more valuable. Yep. Apparently. Know? Yeah, well, and sometimes just getting access to, you know, your shopping habits and where you go, what you do. I mean, sometimes you can, turns out that, you know, someone else is you. Yep. And uh, and you get screwed over. Yeah, absolutely. And your credit goes down the tubes. And yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. So Every single thing out there, I think there's a scam that could be involved in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From uh, churches. They've been known to scam people. Certain uh, churches is it, and that it does bother me. It because you know again I'm not a religious guy, but um, but I think that churches can do a lot of good things for for Absolutely. the population, and there are pastors who scam their their people, their right. followers, and sometimes they're like the really big names, you know. But then there are those others that are small, and they go from one congregation or one church to another. And they scam along the way. Yep, and, and it's too and bad. They, they take people's passions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if it's not, you know, their trust and love in God, it's it's their nest egg for their uh, their future and their families. You know, I mean, they, they take you know everybody's last little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, folks, go back to the YouTube um, episode, or yeah, I guess even on Spotify, we have an episode on the televangelist scammers. Oh. <laughs> It's a pretty. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. Where um, Robert Tilton um, has a run-in with uh, uh, John Oliver, <laughs> and John Oliver uh, uses his show to basically uh, go along with Robert Tilton's church for you know donating money, and you know it's the whole idea that if you plant a seed, that God will then you know bless it, and you'll have a harvest, and so that church. Uh, got a bunch of money from John sure. Oliver, and uh, and he went through. You know, he told his audience about that experience, and it's hilarious. It is really funny. So definitely go back out and, yeah. and look yeah. for that episode. I can't remember the number uh, off the top of my head, but 
Um, anyway, so yeah, there's there's a whole bunch. I mean, we were looking through this list, and uh, swindlers swindlers sell the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> I mean, they, they. I mean, this is these scams have been around so long that they have terms that we use. Like, well, I got a bridge to sell you. Then if you believe that, it's <laughs> yeah. all about big scams that got mm-hmm. a lot of people. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I mean, think about the stars. You want to buy a star? I'll yeah. sell you a star. The star registry? When, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I bet you if we grab our stars, what is the same damn star? Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean, I know. And who sells a star? Yeah, who, who's going to really care? Maybe I should start selling a star. Is somebody going to say, oh, that's not yours to sell? <laughs> Who's the hell is it? Because somebody's doing it legitimately. Think about it, like, historically. If, if the United States is not, you know, the big power that it is today in, let's say, 100 years, um, and we're like, you know, any of the... You know, the Byzantines or, you know, the Romans from, and they did the same, you know, oh, register a star in your name. Who's going to really use that as an authority? Oh, yeah, that star belongs to. <laughs> right. You know, and, and that seems ridiculous. That's why I'm going to find a nice place on Mars. And I'm going to just say it out loud <laughs> and get it, you know, authenticated that I claim that. Yeah. Because now what are you going to do? Say it's not mine? Didn't China do that recently? Damn it. <laughs> I thought that Man, they damn claimed it. a big they, old swath of land. They probably did, mm. and they probably grabbed the whole damn thing. Am I too, be, too late? Yeah, until the Russians and the, the Americans came in. They said, no, 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 you can't have that, but you can have this area. Well, I'm, I'm pulling <laughs> Venus. Nobody's talking about Venus then. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I'm just taking the whole planet. <laughs> Nobody says I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, old, old uh, scams of the West. You know, when, when America was kind of expanding out to the West, lots of scams going on uh, back then. Uh, well, I don't know if it was a scam or not, but, mm-hmm. you know, people used to shave off the, the, their silver mm-hmm. or gold, shave it all off, and, you know, everything was weighed out, and then shave it off and then pass it like it's still the same value. Yeah. That's why we put all those ridges in them now, so you could tell if they've been shaved off. Oh, interesting. So they used to scam people all the time by... By not giving them this full value, full, full silver, full, full, yeah, full uh-huh. weight, yeah, yeah. There's man, there's there's a whole bunch of them on here. Quiz show scandals. Oh, did you see that one? I think it was a Price Is Right where that guy had insider information about the right uh, bidding. I think I no, I did see that, but yeah. I can't remember that much about it. But I did watch that. Yeah, I can't remember that story exactly, but. but... <laughs> yeah, it's like, how'd you know that was $6.19, huh? How did you know that? Because everything differs in every state. Mm-hmm. And I want to say he was on the show a few times, wasn't he? Maybe. Yeah, uh, Catching Frank Abagnale Jr. I don't know anything about that. Catch Me If You Can is a movie okay. with, um, oh gosh. Leonardo? Leonardo, yeah, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. And he, um, he... He, oh, he played um, Frank Abagnale. How did I not recognize his name? Because I know about the story for sure. Yeah. I just didn't recognize the name at all. He's an interesting one because, yeah, he was a big time scammer, fake checks, fraud, all this stuff, and um, a lot of fake aliases. And see, that's, that's Catch Me If You Can is an interesting movie because it does follow a lot of that of his experiences. Yeah, and he was a winner on the end. Yeah. Well, then I, was it the FBI? Yeah. He worked. Well, no wonder why hired him. Well, sure, that does make sense now. <laughs> Thirty years later, we're like. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how they all get their jobs? Um, mm-hmm. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. A massive manhunt ended with his capture in France in that 1969. Was a, that was a great movie, too. Yeah. I did, I did enjoy that. Yeah. DiCaprio, I think he was, oh. he, he played a really good. Him and good Tom Hanks were a really good, good pair. Yeah. Them. Good pair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, what else is on here? There's a whole bunch that I don't recognize, though. 
Well, I'll tell you, you know, we talked a little bit about selling cars. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, and I'm not going to use the exact number because I don't know, but, you know, when you buy a brand new car off the, off the, uh, off the lot, off the lot, mm-hmm. it, it devalues like 30% right in drive off the uh, lot, yeah. give or take some, you mm-hmm. know, it, and, and, you know, it's like, gosh, you know, it's not fair because, you know, I don't know if you, I can't remember the whole story about it, but in America anyways, you can't buy a brand new car, but off of a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just set in stone. I can't remember the story, but it's, that's how it has to be. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I think the exception might be like Tesla now. I think Tesla does direct from the factory selling, which is unusual because we've in this, you know, well, world the, of car selling, everything has some sort of dealer. Right. And they sell it for the manufacturer, but Tesla will, I think they're pretty direct from the manufacturer. Well, hell, they'll probably just yeah. deliver it to your front door, too. They do, from See? the internet. You can order the whole car online and have it delivered. <laughs> <laughs> it's a definitely a different uh, model. Um, here's here's one. We were Tammy, talking about religion. Is that Tammy Faye? I think, I think so. Um, <laughs> Praise the Lord Ministries. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this one. But I, I gotta put it on my, the screen in front of my face because I can't read that far. I dated away. somebody that was related to her. <laughs> did you really? I did. I'm not gonna say who it was for several reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1988, televangelist Jim Baker was indicted on federal charges, the final demise of what had been the biggest Christian radio and television empire on earth. Well, Jim Baker and his wife Tammy Faye had been uh, bilking their supporters, viewers, investors. In fact. Uh, let's see, a fact that came out only in the wake of a far more salacious scandal after Baker paid church secretary turned actress Jessica Hahn nearly $300,000 to keep quiet about a sexual affair. <laughs> That's big money back uh-huh, then. Uh-huh. Um, and it was the, uh, there was some consensual dispute there. Uh-huh. That makes it worse. The public learned about the financial scam and, the ba- and Baker landed a 45-year sentence, which was later reduced to eight years um he couldn't keep it in the pants yeah yeah it's oh it's funny uh at the end here it says he, he now hawks doomsday prepper equipment online i'm gonna have to look that up now i'm curious <laughs> i'm gonna go off topic here i'm not sure if it's gonna work for you but mm. might get some good deals mm-hmm. might be a steal <laughs> yeah literally but it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's funny though um, i think i mean it's not funny it's too bad that religion is is a place no, for I, that sort I, of thing it, it, it seems like that they really go after, and I get it. It's the mindset: go after people that are down or in desperate need, and are reaching out for something. It's like let's take your very last little bit, mm-hmm. and they have no heart. I mean, it's crazy when you see you. You could be turning on any time right now. You go to your cable access and flip it to one of those shows, and you see a gentleman that has a freaking twenty five thousand dollar watch on. Because mm-hmm. look, you'll see them a lot, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like. Show me a pastor at a church that could even afford a, I don't know, the stainless steel Rolex. <laughs> they don't. And, and, mm. and, and then what pastor that follows Christ? I don't know. You could have some fancy things, but they're typically a humble people. Yeah. They typically give back. They're supposed Not to be take, the... take, take, like, like $5,000 suits, mm-hmm. um, jet airplanes. You know, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, every human is flawed in some way, but these people are supposed to be the model of of Christ, <laughs> you know, for their congregation, they're right. supposed to be, you know, the person they look up to. Right. And, and, and uh, people follow. want to support what they believe in. And they think that these people are strong believers and a pathway to be closer to God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just sad. Yeah. That's too bad. 
Uh, I think we're running out of time. What do you What do you say we wrap it up? Anything else? Any other scams on your topic list? It's just, just crazy that we could probably go keep going for three days and not cover all the scams. There's so many scams. I know that, that, that there's a lot of old past scams, but I feel that they're just the same ones, just, mm-hmm. you know, reinvented into something else, you know? They're, like, what was the first one? One of the first ones you talked about, the Ponzi scheme. The Ponzi scheme, yeah. There's a reason why, did the Ponzi scheme know he was involved in a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it was named after a guy, you know? Did he know that the whole thing would be named after him? Yeah. I don't know. You know, he should have, you know, too bad he didn't get anything out of that. You yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, he, he named it. Yeah. He should get royalties from all <laughs> royalties, the Royalties, yes. That's what I was thinking of. But no, I think that's, that's about it. It's yeah. a, it's a... We should come up with our own scams. <laughs> well, you know what? I think this is such a, a broad topic. We could probably focus in on a few others that yeah. were in a little bit more detail. But yeah. uh, maybe comment in the uh, the comment yeah. section and, and say, hey, yeah, cover such and such scam and we'll look yeah, into let it. it. Let, us, let us know some of them that should have been obvious that we talked about that we missed on. Yeah. There are so many that, that we overlook some. But yeah, Well, we did we did post a, a short clip on YouTube about the uh, dinar, Iraqi dinar. Yeah. And eventually I'll come back and revisit that because oh, yeah, yeah. The, the comment section blew up. <laughs> well, real quick, because you, you were you were a little bit involved in that too yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, we should have talked about that too. Yeah, yeah, I I got to be part of it uh, by proxy, I guess maybe is that that makes sense. I uh, I didn't I wasn't involved in it, but I, I, I thought received, you were straight. I received some. <laughs> I re- received some benefit, maybe side benefit to that, but. Uh, <laughs> Again, and I'll leave it at that. We'll cover that one on another show. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, uh find more information on our website. At Never2Series.com. Find some swag, some merch on there. That'd be pretty cool. Yep. And um, find us on social media. Social media that at, place. At the NTS Podcast, Twitter, Getter, Parlor. Spotify. And uh, yeah, and you can find the podcast on Spotify and pretty much wherever you find it. Yep. So, all right. Until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.